0: to another episode of DJ dad's podcast it is I uh, your host Kyle Wilson and host Chris coffee today how's it going man how are you and what is up everybody in chat what's up man it's good to be here today uh good to be here another week I'm, I'm well yeah man it's been a crazy week crazy month tell me some of the stuff that you've been up to and what you're looking forward to and of course we have a loaded podcast full of crazy crypto meme coin news scam news ledger news all kinds of news so chris what's up man what you got man i haven't i've been super
1: active in like following everything this week and keeping up with everything but i haven't been active in like buying and trading uh one of the networks that i sacrificed for like two years ago uh, was was Pulse. It's the one with Richard Hart behind it, which is controversial. Uh, and we could talk about that later, not right now, but the uh, network launched this week and it was a fork of Ethereum. It's supposed to be cheaper gas fees, more secure, um, but just really trying to figure that out. Like there's a lot of, a lot of uh, learning involved uh, with that. Like I actually learned a lot about crypto because I've never been a part of a blockchain when it just launched. So yeah, yeah there's a lot. Of- to the Twitter space, by the way. Oh, got you. Um, so, ultimately i've just been kind of like learning a lot about that you know i'll just say one thing about it what i mean by like a lot of lessons is people were like ratio trading like they were like oh this is such a good deal um my pulse is worth this much usdc or like stable coin but because it was a new blockchain the stable coin wasn't backed yet like like it wasn't stable because there's no liquidity so like a lot of people got wrecked so like just learning a lot about that learning if i need to make a move or just kind of stand in the background other than that just kind of keeping up with everything but there's a lot of buying and trading that I want to do. I just haven't had time this week.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So you are literally like, so you're live on on Twitter. So I'm feeding your voice through the the Twitter um, feed. So you're good to go Bye. on on Twitter. So I'm oh, feeding now. Voice I'm getting voice an infinite Twitter same, word, uh, same, feed. Same. So you're good to go. I'll good. be able to fix Twitter, it. So I can. Oh, but now I'm getting an infinite the, feedback loop. Um, feed, so you're good to go. I'll, Wait. I'll be able to fix it. So I can. Oh, but now I'm getting an infinite feedback loop. All right, we're good. Should be good. Okay, cool, cool. Let me uh, approve you, and there we go. Nope, not good. good, good. All right, let me change the setting, actually. It might be me.
1: No, I think it's because I have to hear you through my phone. I
0: can just... If I'm coming through your mic anyways, I can just unplug it. Oh, I, I just... Turn your voice off. So I'm I'm coming through the the speaker now. And um yeah, and I muted you. So you might have to actually unmute. Okay. okay. Are we good now? Are we good now? Are we good I think no, we're good. I, I see yeah. Daniel. He's in Daniel. both uh the Twitter and the YouTube. Shout out to Daniel Marquez.
1: Here, hey, I'm just, He says
0: Grumpy, he says Mark. I'm just Jalinski. gonna unplug
1: my phone, Kyle, and um you're live again.
0: Oh yeah. So you're uh you're muted though in Twitter spaces.
1: Yeah, I just unplugged my phone because I have feedback now. Oh,
0: are you going to talk to Twitter you, Spaces or is it just going to be me in there? otherwise, through, we'll end just it. Just feed
1: me through yours like you had it.
0: Well, uh, I don't know if I can. I'll try. Okay, let's do that then. Yeah, just like you just had it. Okay. It is, it's It's Gucci now. It should be Gucci. Awesome. Yeah, I got no feedback. Let's go. Sweet, sweet. All right. well uh in that case um so you're talking a little bit about what was it Hexcoin or pulse pulse or Hexcoin something is, is that what you're talking about yeah so the pulse mainnet launched
1: this week uh i sacrificed pulse x for it like two years ago so you know how people like during meme coin season were like sending out funds to be able to get like part of the pre-sale or whatever part of the launch i did that two years ago with this network and i just got it imagine imagine sending money two years ago and not seeing it for two years and now it finally launches so it was just, it was slightly a celebration because it's like oh it they didn't rug um but prices still aren't reflected yet because it's a new network so uh liquidity needs to be bridged in and the ethereum it got like stuck over the bridge essentially so like there's a ton of money like on the bridge Uh, So it's just been like a big learning lesson on like the launch of a blockchain and just kind of like how everything looks originally. Like a lot of people were trading for stables. They were ratio trading like Pulse for stables and they realized that the stables weren't actually backed yet. So people got absolutely wrecked. Like imagine trying to sell your Ethereum for USDC and you sell like five ETH and then you realize that the USDC wasn't backed. It's like, oh, well, I just threw away that money.
0: yeah. Yeah, it's a wild concept to me, to be honest. I don't know how you did it two years. That's a long time uh, to wait around and have your money just locked away yeah. and trusting some some guy uh, in in, the, in Richard Hart. So you put a lot of trust in him. Uh, you know, throwing your ETH to that uh, project. So shout out to you. Um, now, in terms of it, I've seen I've seen some good. I've seen some bad. The gas fees. Um, I've seen some people try to defend it, but at the same time, I don't know if they're defending it or. It seems like they have their own platform launched, so I I just don't know what to to, to think yet. It's a little early for me, um, but you know, so far it looks like you can trade on there. Um, Bridge was a little wonky at first, mm-hmm. uh, but people are bridging on over there um, now. Ledger Ledger just updated their new device or their devices with like this software update, w- which is kind of like what's going on in terms of. They're basically, what's it called? Ledger Recover. Yeah, ledger and that's going to basically really allow people to, newbies to, to basically up update their ledgers to have Ledger store their private, you know, seed, uh, their private keys, um, which obviously is kind of like, uh, kind of makes it a hot wallet. Mm-hmm. And kind of like, wow, wow. So the entire crypto space responded and wasn't really keen on, they, they weren't too happy about the ledger update. So let's get into that um and then we'll get into the grumpy cat um and what your thoughts are on that i don't know if you you've probably been up to date on that but uh first up ledger
1: yeah so i made a like a comedy video of it but there's a lot of truth in it Uh, essentially like it almost makes the onboarding process like more annoying because you're like all right well you can go to an exchange to buy crypto and then they're like okay well cool i did that am i good and then you're like well actually you got to put it in a in a DeFi wallet so they're like, okay well uh, now they have to go through the learning curve of figuring out how to use MetaMask and figuring out everything like that. And now it's like, all right, well, now that you have a MetaMask, you need to put it in a cold storage wallet. And it's like, okay, well, go and buy Ledger. And now you're going buy Ledger and now you run into this, which ultimately at the end of the day, I think a lot of people are just like stretching this issue way further than it needs to be. Um, I think that like it's an optional feature. You can opt in or you can not opt in. If you don't like it, don't opt in. Uh, I, I'm hoping it's that simple. Now there's people a lot smarter than me on the dev side that are saying, "Well, if this doesn't require a firmware update, then could this not have been accessible to somebody exploiting it all all along?" I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm not that like that far technologically advanced to be able to answer that question. And I I listened to the entire like two hour Twitter space, and I did not hear them give a good answer. So, yeah. is so- there a backdoor? I trust. I, I look. I have two treasures. And I have one ledger and I have like one, a ton of hot wallets. Where do you so store it? Money. Do you store it like uh, Doquan? Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, look, it, it'd be a lot more convenient than this. I mean, what would you rather, carl Kyle? Tell, tell me online. What would you <laughs> Uh No
0: comment. All right. So yeah, so ledger, how they do it is they they shard your, your uh, seed phrase into like three different separate like companies store it, but like shards it into three different locations essentially. But like anytime you're talking about that, like. I mean if if they can just update it with firmware um and somebody's able to like get 3 of your shards technically they could hack your ledger so that like I you know I don't know how difficult that would be it seems like it would be really insanely difficult um you, I I mean you're talking about encryption and sharding which is like probably top notch like military grade security so I I couldn't imagine that anybody's going to just like you know, oh, I'm just gonna walk in through the back door and and take your crypto. Like, I, it's not as simple as like what people are making it out to be. But at the same time, I get why people are frustrated about it because it's like it's like basically Ledger is kind of like putting their, I guess, reputation out there on the line. Um, obviously they come from being a trusted source and a trusted wallet, the number one wallet, and then to see them kind of backtrack from. That to move, it's kind of like the whole like Doodles fiasco, where the founder like backtracked away from NFTs and you know trying in their attempt to go mainstream, and it seems like that's what the trend is.
1: That's, that's fair. That's fair. I, I still just am a little thrown off with of people getting offended over an option. You know, it's kind of like I roast coffee catered to people who like like uh like good medium roast coffee or whatever like third wave coffee you know whatever but like if one day i decided to do a really dark roast for people that like dark roast and if people decided to get offended by it because like oh i thought he only did medium roast now he's doing dark roast to cater to more people like that's just kind of a dumb concept to me yeah like like, don't
0: don't buy it don't yeah
1: like it's an it's an option
0: yeah in in my opinion they should have just did a separate product completely um if it's like if i'm being like you know, if it's me doing the wallet, like instead of like doing your ledger, um have a separate product like actual ledger recover, and those devices can be updated with firmware. Now, I know like technically and like at a company level, that's probably more difficult to execute than just all of your ledgers. Um, but that's something that they I think that they should have considered is just having a completely separate product away from their main ledger line that we've all come to know loved and kind of trust already so i don't know like obviously there's logistics and like all kinds of things involved when you're talking about separating a product from your main line but hey it could have saved them a lot of heartache and a lot of crypto twitter storm uh you know that happened so hey um, man any
1: any kind of publicity is good publicity right we did have somebody in the uh comments sorry is that i don't know if you can hear that that feed but uh, Mark was saying if they can opt in without you knowing, isn't that a breach? To my knowledge, you opt in, and it's going to be like hopefully very clear. Like this is what you're signing for. This is what you're doing. Now, the the only the only other aspect you. to that is maybe Don't it's yeah, it's all good. Uh, the only other aspect of that to where I could see it being a problem is if they're not really clear about it, and then people just choose to opt like kind of like nonchalantly opt in, and now they're you know now now it kind of gets in whatever territory because it's like you well, you weren't super clear about what this did and now people opted in now that now there is a backdoor so i don't know but hopefully they're just really clear about it i mean hopefully you have to sign on your ledger saying like you know you click through this to affirm that
0: you know that you're now opting into this and what it is well that's i think that's what you have to do you it, like obviously it's not like you it's not like you're just giving full control at first so it's like you do have to use your Ledger device to opt in. Is that is that the newest one? Well, this is like the iced out one that um, I plan to give away. Oh, nice, nice. But That's now cool. I'm like, well, now I don't know anymore. Like, I don't know if anybody oh, wants this. You can just then, give it to me. It's fine. Uh, I'll, you know, if, if something happens to me, I, I won't blame you. So, like... Yeah, so this is the device, but like you have to opt into it. You have to actually accept like the thing with your device. So it's kind of like a, approving a crypto transaction, at least from what I, what I heard and what I read. Now it could be a little bit different, but anyway, so that's the idea. Um, let's move on to Grumpy Coin. Uh, lots of people yeah. are saying Grumpy Cat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, I guess we have a lot of Grumpy Cat meme coiners in here. Chris, like it blew up lately. Like obviously with uh, Slum. He, he made news. Um, he had this space. Uh, so let me let me give a little bit of story like why we're talking about it today. Um, first of all, like, you know, obviously the meme coins have been popping off the past few weeks and months or whatever. Um, and then everybody's been spinning up these like derivative meme coins and all kinds of different, like anything that was a popular meme. Somebody spun up like Pepe, of course, and then uh, SpongeBob and like Wojak, like all these like Insanely popular memes, memes and his like historically, and then finally it got to Grumpy Cat. But at this point, it seems like the meme coins have kind of petered out, and like it's been blatantly like associated with like influencer, like inciting, insider, like basically getting paid like heavy, heavy, heavy amounts of like tokens, only for them to like dump on their followers, which is obviously what happens with scam coins or meme coins uh, from time to time um now there is an exception in my opinion and i think it's the pepe og project from 2016. not the new one and they created an ai actually called pepe ai but anyways back on topic to grumpy coin slum doge he uh did the space the main uh the actual grumpy cat joined the space mm-hmm. and was basically called it a scam and then got quote unquote kicked from the space and it, Slum, i don't think slum dead kicked him but somebody kicked him i don't know who it was um there's been a uh, you know allegedly um and allegedly there's been other comments like defending why that person got kicked or how they weren't kicked or whatever i don't know i
1: watched the video of them getting kicked
0: yeah it was uh, there's live recordings out there people have documented it um there's even been people in the vv community that's bought and bought the tokens and some i think bought and just are are too scared to say that they bought the token yeah, and he's Randy, um, definitely in it he's, he's tweeted about it a lot Randy uh, uh, I saw Foster was defending uh or like coming at you a little bit I read you know because you uh, he he commented on yours mm -hmm. um I don't know if he bought I'm I'm assuming he did because he's like defending it but anyways with all that being said what do you what's your thoughts about all this like this whole story unfolding um and it Fine. looks like they got a cease and desist letter today. Yeah, today. That. Well,
1: that, that's the topic of the day. They, them, and I, and Neon Cat both sent out cease and desist to these tokens. Um, I guess like to give my, what's up my collectibles. Yo, what's up, my collectibles, and everybody else that's in the gotcha. chat. What everybody up, everybody else? All right, so here is a hot take, Kyle. Um, my opinion, I Slum Doge Millionaire came out on Twitter, said he bought twenty thousand dollars worth right when it, like, pretty early. You know, I don't think he got paid. I don't think he got allocations, and you could check the blockchain. I didn't but you could verify on the blockchain to see if he did. Uh and I don't think he did. Um I do think that he influenced the price heavily. Um I don't think he meant to like I obviously like I think he kind of knows it's but like I it, think has, wallet. I it think was in a wallet he controlled. I think he has pure intentions with it. I really do. I, I think like I so I'll, I'll defend him in that aspect. I don't think he necessarily wanted to pump it up by tweeting it and then dumping it. I think he's like let me find a meme that's gonna compete with Pepe. All right, I found it. This is where I'm gonna back and hope that it just explodes and then maybe take profits. Well, the, my and my main problem with the, this whole like Grumpy Cat thing is, is what happened. The uh, artist behind or the founder of Grumpy Cat came up and was like, hey guys, I really don't want you using my art. And then they got booted off the stage. And apparently they came back and they had like an hour discussion, which I've seen zero clips of and I'm not gonna go back and listen to an hour. Um, but. It's very clear they didn't want it now that they're sending out a cease and desist letter. So at the end of the day, you can make a meme coin on anything, just know that it's probably going to zero. And I have no hate on meme coins. I'm I'm all part of the game. I've I've made some mad games this season. But I kind of draw the line morally and ethically when artists are coming out saying, Hey, can you please not use my art? And then people are still trying to pump it on the base of that because people are familiar mm, sounds with Sounds like it. Pepe coin. Did so I don't know. Did um what's his name? Uh, the founder of Pepe, did he ask? uh pepe to to take it
0: like there's a lot of infighting in that community i i don't know the like all of it i just know that like all these influencers are using the og pepe coin logo to promote the new pepe derivative Mm -hmm. and uh obviously that's the one that took off the new one and it's hard to stop a trend like once it goes to like uh, into outer space mode like it you know it's you can't really bring it back home you know but yeah there, there was some of that they used a lot of the og like you know coin art and they've used a lot of like obviously it was already existed from 2016 um and they kind of like frant run it frant run the the uh, pepe coin and, and i'm sure they knew about it they're like oh let's just create this this ticker uh it's not like i i don't think i think it was like that one in itself had a shady beginning in itself. Like you know, people got in super early, like the literally the day after it was created. So mm-hmm. um, there's a little bit of shadiness in that in itself. But uh, yeah, meme coins in general, the it's you, you have to take those with a grain of salt, right? Uh, yeah. But- oh, I, again, no, yeah, art. For
1: me, if um, Matt Fury came out and said like, "Hey guys, I don't, I don't want this," um, and maybe he did. I, I haven't seen it. Um, then I would draw the line there. And I own Zero Pepe, and I've never bought Pepe. Not saying I never would. Um, So the fact that the grumpy cat did come out and say that, you know, hey, guys, uh, this is my art, and I'd appreciate you not using it. And then we still continually try to pump it based off of his art. I just, I- I'm not about that, you know. I'm, I think that this space, hopefully, is eventually going to be a good place for artists, a safe place for artists. And I think profiting off of their art, like for the sake of pumping tokens, is like anti um. Anti-growth. I, I'm probably looking for a better word, but like we're not going in the right direction.
0: Yeah. So yeah, it, it's it's tough, right? Like there's the artist side of it too, and um, it just it's not optically. It's just a bad look, especially if the official like grumpy coin person that actually took care of the cat comes in. Like he literally took care of the cat. Yeah, um, didn't the cat died too. The cat died. I think it's like yeah. coming up on six years anniversary or something. Um, I think it just actually lapsed. So it's like a few days ago. It was like the anniversary of six years of Grumpy Cat. Um, Yeah, so it's just kind of like one of those to me uh, as like, like you said, morally, it feels a little gross. Like it feels like, I don't know about that one. Now Pepe is like Matt Fury. He's totally cool with it. He's actually came out with his own like whole collection of like these new collectible NFTs that you can collect and burn and like do all kinds of fun stuff with it. Um, he's known about the OG Pep Bitcoin. Um, he knows about the new one. He's not gonna, I don't think he's gonna get involved with all this like drama. Uh, and I don't, I, he may have said something. I don't know. I don't keep up with all of it, but that aside, like he's okay with it. Um, I think he was disgruntled that like it turned into a, his art turned into like this political debacle, but I think he's just glad to see it like come back to what it was supposed to be, which was fun. People admiring, sharing his art. And I think that, like, is much different from what we're seeing with Grumpy Cat. Now with the cease and desist, now it just looks, you know, I think Slum tweeted today saying that they're going to continue to move through this. They're going to, you know, move forward. But, um, I mean, it is getting them a lot of publicity. There's going to be a lot of people, like, like you said earlier in the podcast, like with Ledger, any... Any kind of media is like, is news, right? News is news, whether it's bad or positive, it's still free publicity. So there could be some people that actually, you know, buy because buy because of that. But for me personally, I I just, it's not a good looking for me. I used to own cats. I, I don't know if I owned a cat, somebody created a meme of it, I would feel some type of way too. Um, um, I don't know, like, you well, know, I just, that's all I think I there's I a, about it.
1: I think there's a big distinctive between Pepe and Grumpy Cat. Again, I own neither and I've never had either. Pepe um, because of the whole political aspect to it uh, where you have it being kind of represented as a hate symbol in what was it, the US whereas it was represented as more as a lot different symbol like in other countries like and it kind of came back to,
0: yeah.
1: it kind of came back to internet culture. So a lot of people that back Pepe coin, obviously there's that incentive in the back of their heads of like I want this to go to the moon. But I do think there is like a relation to it of like this is culture like like we want this to represent internet culture pepe has been around it was some of the first nfts was pepe uh you know literally some of the first nfts was pepe cards so there's a lot more in my opinion there's a lot more credibility behind like wanting to be a piece of culture decentralization and history versus just using a meme to like profit off of and that's what a lot of these random memes like neon cat and grumpy cat literally you're behind this because it was a meme and you want to profit off of the meme pepe the, the distinction i would have is it's already had a very strong tie to internet culture it's already had a strong tie to DeFi culture i genuinely do believe that people a lot of people that hold pepe are there for the memes and are there to be a part of this internet you know, culture yeah, that yeah internet culture so i think that's a difference again it's so hard to mean.
0: stop like you you have the history of pepe and then like i was mentioning earlier like it kind of went into outer space and it's like you can't stop culture. Like once it's out the door, it's it's like kind of gone, right? It's like it's yeah. already gonna run its laps around the track a bunch of times. Um oh, real
1: real quick, sorry. Just because this is a comment, uh, Duckin said that Pepe was the mascot of the Free Hong Kong movement. Yeah, so a lot of a lot of crypto and decentralization is about freedom, freedom of speech. You know, being able we'll talk about this later, Kyle. I hope, um, but being able to inscribe things on Bitcoin that will be permanent that that you can't censor. You know, like like I mean, eventually, like there's we can get into that too, but like there's AI tools to be able to censor like awful things, but like ultimately like the the government's not going to take down like your, your inscription of Pepe because it can't. And so, yeah, it kind of represents this like freedom in this culture. Um, So again, I would, I would draw a very hard line between uh, Pepe and like Grumpy Cat and other memes. But if Matt Fury came out tomorrow and said, look, I don't want you guys profiting off of this. Um, This is my art or whatever. Like I would, I would probably have a different aspect of a, a different look on it. Um, but to my knowledge, Matt Fury, he might've say like, I'm not associated with a token or like, you know, whatever, but to my knowledge, I mean, he's not writing. I, I, I bet, bet he's got Genesis some mad
0: donations, man. There's no way that guy has not gotten like millions yeah. in do- donations by now. In my opinion, I think he's cool with it, but um, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I, I mean, he's already launched like some of his, his collection as well, but um, yeah, yeah. Internet culture, it, it's like one of those things like it's it's literally ingrained into crypto. So to see like the meme coins pop off originally in the first few weeks, we're just seeing Internet culture play out. But as I think as it progressed, you started to see like something different, like you started to see something that's like more uh, the dark side of crypto, which like you're saying, trying to hint on because it's funny, we're talking meme coins and then drawing a moral line. Yeah. So it's like a funny thing to even talk about, like in the first place. But I think there is a line i think there's internet culture funny there's memes there's like your freedom but then there comes a point where people are just trying to disgustingly profit off of something or like literally dump um in a nefarious way on people and to me that that's where i kind of like ah no 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 like i'll draw the line right there yeah Um, yeah. hot hot take
1: i should probably have this on my channel not yours uh because i you know i don't want people to get upset with you but like i don't think there's enough morals and ethics in this space like i really don't and I would like to, you know, obviously like that some of those oh, are subjective, I've but they're one in a while. <laughs> <moon>. <laughs> uh, it, yeah, you know, anyways, but, um, like seeing people profit off of just some of this stuff is like, and like, I, I saw people trying to bring down like people that had like nothing to do with situations. Um, there's been like racist and, um, I don't know what you would call it, but like against religion, um, like, uh, anti well, yeah, anti-Semitic, uh, anti-like, uh, there's some like anti-like Muslim like tokens. You know, it's like, come on, like there there has to be a line you draw in ethics of like maybe I shouldn't profit off of like being racist, profit off of being against certain religions, profit off of being stealing people's art. Like, when can we please draw some type of a line? You know, and I guess like, like people be, a, be
0: a, a human, like you know, yeah, be a human, like and, and
1: we're we are dehumanized, man. Like we're we're in a we're yeah. we're in a circle. Where a lot of PFPs aren't humans and people feel protected under it because they're not docs and some of them are good at not being able to docs themselves. So like the internet in general like dehumanizes but then there's an extra layer with this culture because it's um, you have a lot of people that just you don't know who they are. So it's almost like you're in a you're in a call of duty lobby back in the day and somebody kills you and you know you hear like these awful comments. Uh, it's just kind of what it reminds me of, and I hope that next bull run, one of the things I really hope to see is a little bit more uh, agreed upon morals and ethics in the space of not profiting off of hate.
0: Yeah, no, totally well said there. And not only that, just again, the, the first like initial weeks of this like meme coin thing, I think mean, it was like internet culture and like people want to partake in that, that's fun, um, whatever some i think some of these meme coins will actually be around. i think they have staying power you're talking about the pepes the wojacks things like that but like you start really getting into these other things where there's not going to be a, people know real well like there's not going to be a community around them I, and there's drama around the bin token too like uh bin the you know bitboy crypto bought, was supposedly supposed to buy this whole like coin or like at least lead the direction of this coin and where it goes he bought he like had a bunch said he wasn't going to sell it Never, I'm not going to sell this for years. And then he sold like literally like three days later. Yep. Um, he just- said, yeah, he said he was going to hold it for six months. And he said the
1: reason six he's months, holding it okay. for six months okay. is because he doesn't want people to call him a grifter or a scammer or whatever.
0: And then he sold it literally three days later, or like th- I don't no, even geez. know the exact time, <laughs> but it was literally just days later after he said that. So it's like, what is going on in this space? Like, how does a person with that many subscribers like do that to his audience and like people that actually look up to him? So for me, like that that's kind of a, a check mark off the list for me like strike strike three he's kind of out like originally like him calling out FTX like that was good in his book um but man this is not a good look I I mean he's got to prove me, he's got to prove me to like I don't know it, it's just not a good look I I mm, I don't know what's your thoughts yeah.
1: no it blows my mind it, it like, honestly blows my mind that people like will look at you in the eyes and like <laughs> scam you uh, and like be okay with it. And then try to gaslight you. Like it blows my mind. And this is coming from somebody who like typically is anti uh, cancel culture. Like I don't, I think too many people try to group up on like certain individuals to cancel them forever because of like very small mistakes or very like human mistakes right but like if you're like a known scammer in the space or like you like continually to do these things or like you cross these type of lines like and you're still getting supported by like hundreds of thousands of people every day like i literally don't get it like uh i don't know if we're gonna bring up the tweets on here but like you said he literally bought this token Said, I'm going to hold for six months just to prove to everybody I'm not this. And within three days, he, he he's the one that shared the address that he bought it with. Within three days, he dumps the token. And his excuse was, which at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. And, and like. I guess if like you had like a life-altering. What was his excuse? What,
0: what did he say? I don't. I don't know. I don't even really know. There was
1: a mediator that was supposed to essentially give him the money to be able to make this acquisition, and that being he didn't get the money in time, he had to sell in order to like make the acquisition or something like that. Uh, we we can pull up the tweet later, but essentially it was blaming this mediator that was supposed to come up with the money that didn't come up with the money in time in a timely manner that he expected, so he had to sell, which. Again, like I said, it doesn't matter what you say. It, it there's no reason you should have sold. I I I would have felt for him a little bit if like his somebody in his family died, he like you know his mom or dad died. He had I I don't know whatever. Like if it was a lot more like traumatic issue. Maybe maybe I would, would give him some grace. But if it's like this very like off the wall, like oh well this guy didn't give me money in time. It's like bro, what you are dumping in, on people? Like looking them straight in the face and then gaslighting them afterwards. Like that's and then people still support him. It, bl- it blows my mind.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's just very weird to see all these like, you know, Twitter spaces, influencers and like all these people do these like all this like promotion for this coin. And then literally just like days later, just dump it on their audience and followers saying like, oh, I'm going to do all this good. And and again, it's just not a good look for the space, like for somebody that's a mainstream person looking in, um, thinking about like trying to, you know, partake in some of the culture or look at crypto as a serious thing. And then they see this and it's just like, never mind. Like this is like, especially what we have going on with like the SEC. You have Gary Gensler, like all this like big actually things that need to take place. We need regulation and we need these things to fall in place. Like it's just not a good look. Now this gives Gary Gensler more firepower to see, like, oh, I told you so about these influencers. I told you so that crypto's like all these are scant, like. like it just gives them more like firepower at the at our at this industry crypto and in general and that's why i hate to see this type of thing in my opinion now i don't know what people's intentions are like i don't know what uh salam's intentions are I, i in my opinion i think he does know what he's doing to a degree like i don't know if he's like i don't think he has like a nefarious thing about it but in my opinion he does know he's like obviously he wants the token to succeed because at some point he knows he's going to have to sell like there's not like this whole like oh i'm just going to hold these tokens cuz i'm i'm just going to hold them forever i think it's like no it's like to me like at some point uh he's going to have to take profit at some point unless he's like gonna come out and say like mathematically i'm gonna slowly sell tokens so it doesn't affect the market but you don't see influencers do that you don't see content like you don't see people say that and looking at bitboy he just dumped like it was like two transactions and he just dumped all of it so it's not like they're just like strategically like a project would like you know methodically sell their token to like not affect the market they're just like dumping it and sending it so i don't know i don't know
1: Care, man they don't care there's no consequences
0: <laughs> my my collectible says pump doop dump.
1: <laughs> Somebody uh, else in the comments mentioned. Well, once Mark mentioned Coffeezilla, time I actually do think Coffeezilla might come out and make a video on this whole Ben Armstrong yeah. thing. Like that would well, not surprise me at there's all. There's so
0: much content at this point. I mean, yeah. you're talking about like coin after coin. Zach XBT has been on an absolute tear uh you know multiple coins of of people getting like these like either getting paid in the tokens or knowing about the token spinning up and buying it immediately after the smart contracts like launched or whatever so there's like all this like insider stuff which i mentioned in, in in spaces like i was telling people you have to watch out for this and i warned them ahead of time before all this exact xbt stuff before grumpy even launched before all this um i was in a vd space saying like you guys have to be like careful out there and do your own research because there's insider stuff like this happening left and right and for all they know it it could be the same developer and the same in core of influencers printing right. ma- millions yeah. of dollars and just dumping on on everybody's heads like people are just really not educated about what the like how nefarious people can get in the space And so there's not a doubt in my mind that there's
1: not like under 20 develop, like there's more than 20 developers that are launching these tokens. But there's like a core group that are launching it in pair with influencers um, that that are involved with this.
0: Yeah, Um, and it's like they're they're not going to make their wallets public like people are just never going to find out. And like these are like highly some of these people are highly advanced um, nefarious actors like at the end of the day. Like, and a lot of people that are new to the space just don't know, like, especially like if it's your first time collecting NFTs and you're like your first year in the space or even two years, like you are still young in this space and you're still learning like the, there's like highly advanced people, like very, very intelligent developers and, and people yeah. that have um, done scamming their entire lives. Like they make a living, literally make a living just making millions of dollars scamming people so people just need to be careful out there. And, you know, when I see Grumpy, I could see somebody taking advantage of that too. Um, and, and it's just like one of those things. Like, again, I don't know the intentions behind, you know, some of these influencers or what they're doing, but at the end of the day, like people are gonna get hurt um, with these to- so with some of these tokens. Um, and that's, that's kind of the price that um, some of these retail people are gonna have to pay, unfortunately.
1: Well, and here's another problem with, with some of these bigger influencers, man, is that they don't have to sell to profit. They, your attention and attention is monetizable to them, and they could make up the money that they lost on that initial buy-in through monetization. And when I say this, I'm talking about a bigger scale um, because like I see people like make claims about that all the time um but in reality they don't know what they're talking about like if you want to talk about like youtube monetization and youtube ad revenue it's pennies bro you could go work at anywhere in your town for an hour and make more than you would for hours and hours of videos at scale of if you are under like 100,000 subscribers so like when we're talking about ad revenue we're we're talking about nothing but when we're talking about possibilities for sponsorships of twitter spaces you know i'm hosting a twitter space to talk about uh, angry dog token, you know, or whatever. Like, I saw you do this token, so now you can do this token. Man, they're going to make up, they can make up that money. So, like, yeah, you could go look at the addresses, and they didn't sell, but they got their money back just by, you lost money because you held, believing them, yet they're now still monetizing what you gave them, which was your attention or attention. one of the most powerful tools in 2023 and the last few years. So, to keep that in mind, too, with influencers is, even if they're backholding with you, that doesn't mean that they're with you. You know, right. especially at this scale of influencers, like I don't, I, you know, influencer is such a relative word. Anytime somebody talks about anything, it's like, oh, they're influencing that. Um, but at the end of the day, at this scale, when they can, act, when they can actually like make money off of sponsorships and everything, like that's something to look out for. Uh, I do also want to address somebody in defense of it. Um, talked about the PSYOP token. Um, that's just an interesting topic. So, if you're not familiar, I don't know the the total amount, but this guy. So it, it ties into everything we're just talking about. This guy launches this token called Bin. Uh, and then BitBoy buys Ben. Then this guy turns around after selling Ben and launches this other thing called Psyop. And in order to get on the pre-sale Psyop, you send funds to Ben.eth. Uh, I don't know what the total was last time I checked. I think it was over five million. Over five million dollars got sent to Ben.eth for this pre-sale. And yesterday, uh, this is very interesting. Yesterday, um, Ben.eth for a marketing technique decides that to pretend that Andrew Tate is endorsing the token. So he does this little edit of Andrew Tate talking about the token. Andrew Tate catches Andrew Tate's attention. Andrew Tate makes a video of him talking about how he will never endorse any crypto, any coin or whatever, because there's always a winner and a loser, which it's kind of dumb because he, he, right after this, Kyle, you know what he does? He promotes his private group that's $49.99 a month right after saying, I have $100 million. Why would I promote something and try to get $100 million when I'm already rich? join my 49 dollars and 99 cents at you private group. It's like, all right, well why would you have a private group if you're that freaking rich? Um anyways, uh so it's a whole interesting dilemma. As far as I goes, I I don't know. I didn't participate. I sending 5 million dollars in funds to this guy who launched Ben, who's net, who has been like a pretty small, you know, is influential figure in the space. I, I don't it's, it's
0: it's above above my my Yeah, like if I, like for me like you know, because I, I know you got into Turbo, but the, like the there's an actual like real person, a doc's guy behind the project, like and he like did a whole YouTube video about it. um, And that one was quite different, right? Like there's obviously like a cool story behind it and not like this, like weird shady developer that's like doing weird things with, you know, BitBoy Crypto and then launches a new to like, I don't know for me to I'm like, I'm out like I don't care like. Finances aside, like I don't care about that. Like I, I, you know, I don't know. It just like morals for me are like, you know, take precedence over it, stuff like that, in my opinion. Now, like I get sure, culture not, going back to like you're always a, this, there's always a balance, right?
1: Yeah, I know you're not saying this. I'm not saying this either. I'm not saying you're immoral if you participate in this. Um, it's just like I, I guess some of it's like personal, and then some of it is like, is there some like extra shady business going on? And that's why like I wouldn't trust somebody who like somehow sold right, like, in token to Bit Boy. I wouldn't trust sending him my money and hope that he sends it back. I think he will. I think he will deliver on PSYOP as far as sending out the tokens, which, by the way, that launch like last week around this time, it launched as far as like that was talked about and started being sacrificed for around this yeah, time. 7 mil. It's Unless it launched last night, which it was maybe going to launch last night, it still hasn't, he still hasn't sent back the money. So,
0: you know, I, I just, think like, he will. I can't, I can't it, like we could raise like this amount of money for like good causes and like, Real project. I don't know. To me, it's just like, ah, uh, like if you like again, like you're saying, like if you invested into it, whatever, like that's that's up to you and you're that's your business. And I'm not gonna like throw shade on you personally. But um for me, like that um, my choice is like that those are the things that I looked at. And again, um, it'd be cool like to have like cool tokens that are like have actual causes, like kind of what we saw with the NFT space, like that really got overshadowed by like DJ and PFP projects was like and the original like NFT space, like when it was like kind of starting to pop off, you started to see like a lot of good causes behind some of these like projects. And then out, over time, they just like started turning into like nothing, like just literally like scams. <laughs> like it was just like literally like uh, with the Azuki guy, like he he did like three scams before he started Azuki. Zagabon. Yeah, Zagabon. So it, it's just like that. It's just like what happened to all the good causes. And then now they just, it's like, Obvious, like blatant scams. And to me, like, I'm like, well, what are we doing here in this space? Like, what's, sure. what goal are we accomplishing? Like, aside from like making your, your, enriching yourself. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Ill gotten gains to me are just like, ugh, ugh. I don't know. It gives me, a, it's like gross, like even thinking about it. But, um, I don't know. Like, again, the whole Pepe thing, how that popped off completely different because it's like meme culture. Um, but some of this other stuff is just like, to me, I just don't, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I got into Turbo, um, which, I mean, I've done memes. I I, I got into Wojak as well. Uh, but I got into Turbo because I thought at the time it was the first AI-generated token, uh, like um, our, I guess, meme token, if you want to call it that. Um, I think there was one before it, but it still gained traction. And then the guy who launched it came out with his story and doxxed himself, and it was, like, really inspiring. Um, and, yeah, I got into Turbo under a $9 million market cap, and um, it was... I took some profits along the way also never publicly tweeted about turbo like trying to you know inflate the price or anything like that um i think like when i was buying or anything like that um so anyways yeah yeah it's a we spent a lot of time on that but it is meme coin season um i don't is, i know okay. you have a couple things on the list but i've seen you've been making some brc20 videos i'm extremely interested uh, you know, I was making. Uh, I I made a video covering before the first ten thousand inscriptions, and I've been watching from the sidelines the whole time. Now I know BRC twenties are different um, than Ordinals. Can you explain the difference? And you just want to talk a little bit about BRC twenties?
0: Yeah, I mean we we've covered too in in and Dad's podcast. So I mean, if you've been watching the Dejan Dad's podcast on me and Chris's channels, you you sh- surely you'd be in the know. I know a couple of people have uh, shouted us out on Twitter uh, a couple times, but. Um, Yeah, the difference between ordinals, obviously, to set aside from, like, BRC20 tokens, um, it's a similar, like, thing, right? Like, the BRC20 token is just, like, a script within a Satoshi, whereas, like, ordinal is, like, just art within a Satoshi. So those are, like, the two different things. It's similar to what we see in the Ethereum space, just a little bit different. And it's not, like, smart contract-based. It's just, like, a piece of, like, a snippet of, like, Script and then somebody launches a token there on BRC twenties. Can I stop uh,
1: and ask a question about that? So, yeah.
0: BRC twenties are based on smart contract. BRC twenties are not.
1: I also heard that this prevents you from being able to get rugged on BRC twenties. Right. Why is that?
0: Well, there's a couple things. Like, there's a little bit of a layer there because, like, with smart contracts on Ethereum, like the developer could literally just rug the contract and then everything just disappears. Like, they could literally pull the contract um, and nuke it. So to speak, and then with Bitcoin, since you just deploy the ticker, it's literally just there. Like you, the developer can't do anything once that's okay. deployed. Um, they could do a fair launch, um, or they could do like you know a couple of things there. So even if the developer backs out of the project, the token is still there. It's not going to disappear, and the community can take it over. So there's well, a couple. Would you say it's similar things. to burning the admin keys? Like yeah, oh, with the E smart I mean, contract.
1: Okay, yeah. that's a good way to explain it.
0: Yeah, yeah. So. Um, you know, obviously, the developer, the team, like rugs or whatever, that would obviously be like that would suck on BRC 20s. But the community is there, you know, if it's a strong enough community, they can still take it over and do whatever they want with it. Um, so I, I, yeah, there's a lot of interesting things going on with BRC 20s and ordinals and things like that as well. Um, all of it's on chain, so it makes it for an interesting case and a lot of people are excited about it. Um, but yeah, I do have to go though. And, uh, what? yeah, my wife's got to, uh, she's got to take over here and, and she keeps looking at me and she, keeps sure, yeah. at- Hey, real quick, yeah, real quick. Like um, shh, shh. Don't blame uh, everybody, everybody that's wants- here right
1: now. Be sure to like the video for the YouTube algorithms before you leave. Yes. Uh, it helps the podcast out a lot. It helps Kyle's channel and my channel out a lot. Uh, just by hitting that like, it's completely free. We always try. We do this once a week at noon um, or not noon at uh, what time do we do at, at 10 a.m. Central time. Uh, and um, we are now doing it dual with Twitter spaces as well. Uh, we're not stopping anytime soon. This podcast is going to be going on constantly delivering alpha information, news, uh, so be sure to hit that like button there's like 30 people in here and like 12 likes so if you're watching this you're listening to this and you
0: haven't liked the video be sure to like the video yep we'll be uh over on chris's channel next week and we'll have more alpha for you uh coming in heavy don't forget i think oh crap was the nike the nike thing today i think i forgot so the push
1: got like, pushed
0: back it? again it got pushed back oh, again okay. i think it's actually the public sale is going to be tomorrow okay cool so be on the lookout for that um while supplies last, I don't know the addition count on that. There will be plenty of supply. I plenty. am very confident. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, that's all I got for this one. I'll see you guys next week over on Chris's uh, channel. And be like uh, be like an order, Be authentic, and we'll catch you later. <laughs> <Peace>. Yo. <laughs> Bye, guys.